Welcome to the MIB Podcast, where we help you chase your dreams side by side. And now, your hosts, Mike and Talia Osborne. Hey, everybody. And this is Mike. And Talia. You're listening to the MIB Podcast. Married and in <laughs> business. Hope everybody's having a great week. This is your midweek episode. It should be coming out Wednesday. Yep. Um, we're recording early tonight. It's only 1220 a.m., <laughs> uh, a little bit earlier than usual. Um, but yeah, how's it going, Ty? Everything's going great. Uh, I'm pretty excited. I have a track meet tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be track. running hurdles. Mm. I'm kind of nervous. Yeah. <laughs> First time in about 15 years that I've run hurdles, yeah. so it should be uh, pretty interesting. I don't know much about hurdles or track and field stuff, but from my observation of you, my advice... <laughs> Would be stretch really good, yes, right, and wear at least three sports bras, okay, <laughs> to keep the, the ladies in place. So you don't want to, never mind. Yes, that's enough. <laughs> Want you do a little bit of house cleaning for us? All right, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com/slash MIB podcast. Check out the website, always got some good information on there for you, themibpodcast.com. And we'd love to hear from you, love to hear your success stories. Tell us all about what you got going on, how your business is growing, how we've helped you out. If we have, we hope that we have, at um, info at themibpodcast.com. Let's do a little bit of recap. Why don't you tell us about the bonus episode we did on Friday? Bonus episode number seven, we covered... Uh, some items that we've been selling as usual gave a few tips Um, the bonus reseller episodes are really cool really important because they help you to figure out what we're selling um, and they help you to figure out different tips on items that you can get you know what how to look them up all that good stuff so definitely check those out and if you have any questions definitely hit us up on the email yeah, and uh, let's see, episode number 36 came out uh, yesterday on Monday, and it was called Married and Pivot, Pivot, <laughs> which if you don't know what I'm talking about, Pivot, this is a great episode on Friends, Yes, where Ross, is, try- Ross is trying to get the couch up an L-shaped hallway, and it's way too big, and it's not going to work, so he keeps yelling at Chandler, Pivot, and what he's telling him to do is tweak your angle, let's try it this way, let's try it that way. And uh, we all t- what we talked about was tweaking and the little tweaks you can make in your business that change everything, mm-hmm. right? Me and Talia have been sitting on a couple of things that we have to merchant fulfill with Amazon, meaning we have to ship it out. Mm-hmm. They're under quote unquote hazmat, perfume type things. And uh, we've been sitting here on them for a while. I mean, they've been uh, sitting here, we, we probably have, I, don't, I couldn't even give you an estimate, 100 plus, a couple hundred um, of these different items. And um, we wanted to move. So, you know, we made a little bit of tweak, changed the pricing a little bit to figure out how low we need to go to get the buy box, blah, blah, blah. And uh, to give you an update on that tweak, we did that. We started the tweak on, or the pivot on Sunday around, I don't know, five o'clock, somewhere. Probably around. something like that. Yeah. And as of right now, we have 68 sales that we've fulfilled in the last. Uh, what two and a half two days, days or whatever, so, more or yeah. less two days. And 
funny thing is when we're asleep, we just keep hearing it go off on and on and on. <laughs> and uh, let's see. It's the best sound to hear while you're sleeping. On average, I mean, that's at least a thousand bucks worth of stuff, yep. right? And th these are really good, high-profit margin items. So uh, we're making money. And like I said, it was just all based off one little tweak. And then again, yesterday, I made another little tweak, and it, it increased it on different uh, other different uh, SKUs. Mm-hmm. So we're making money. I'm happy. I'm happy and, too. Because uh, I mean, we're we're moving in four weeks to Virginia, and we do not feel like boxing up our inventory and taking it with us. Yes. We want to sell it. We want to get the money back. So as soon as we set ground in our new home, we can get unpacked and then go right back out to make money. That's right. That's how we roll. All right. What is today? Today's episode thirty-seven. Yes. What is today? <laughs> this was funny. This one was inspired by our kids. Our we have four daughters. We have two that know everything. Yes. They're eight and ten. And <laughs> they know all the new cool words. And they're, and they're funny. So today's episode uh, 37 is, what is it called? Married and don't be cool. Don't be cool. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, I thought cool was a cool thing. But what does cool mean to an eight and ten-year-old girl? So our kids have been educating us on the new hype, and that's probably not even a good word anymore, but <laughs> the, the new hype. What's hip? And yeah, what? the the cool words. And they said, uh, you don't want to be cool. We're like, what? They're like, cool means constipated, overrated, out of style loser. <laughs> so. I said, do you even know what constipated means? They're like, yeah, you can't go to the bathroom. Oh, okay. You do, know, you do know everything. I was wrong. Yeah, so basically what this episode is about is not trying to be something you're not. Yeah. Uh, not trying to have a certain look about you just so that you can, you know, get the attention or not trying to, you know, think you're more than you are or whatever. So that's kind of what the basis of this episode is about. But also just so you know, if you say cool, cool, the cool cancels out the cool, so it's really cool. Yes, yeah, double negative. Double negative. So cool, cool means it's actually cool, just yeah. for us old people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't even know. They're not like an Instagram age, so they're, I don't preteen. they're tw tweens? Tweens? I don't know, Bella, Bella's Bella's. 10, so I guess it's kind of like that, but yeah. I don't know. Constipated, <laughs> overrated, out of style loser. And I've re I've said this like 15 times with different words in the middle, <laughs> messed it up. But yeah, it's basically like, do not be something you're not, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we've all been, let's see, I don't want to say, guilt, say guilty, but like, you know, let's talk about Facebook. Everybody lives a perfect life on Facebook. Yep. You know, you don't realize that they're getting divorced and their kids are failing out of school. And, you know, really that vacation, we took all the pictures. We didn't talk to each other the whole time because, you know, so-and-so was talking to the bartender. You know? <laughs> This stuff, it's like a facade, right? And we kind of, we, people put these walls all the time and, you know, try to act like their life's perfect. Yeah, we're talking about that a little bit today, but really it's all about just acting like somebody who you're not, right? Mm -hmm. You don't go around, uh, well, give us an example. Yeah, so, you know, I think there's a difference in being fake and being a chameleon, right? Yeah. So, Mike, and, I think Mike and I are both really good at being chameleons. Um, you know, you have these personalities. What, what do you mean by chameleon? So I'm going to explain. Oh. So <laughs> you well, have do it. <laughs> Say it. Do it now. All right. So you have these um, personality tests 
and you know generally you're either one thing or you're another thing right and these personality tests but when especially for mike more for mike than for me when we take those tests mike generally is like equal in almost every you know category which is 25 percent of four different things yeah and i'm i'm a little less of that but still pretty generally equal compared to most people most people are either lean really hard one way or really hard the other way so and not to say that you know being chameleon it's about understanding your surroundings know who you're you're with so like i wouldn't go into a room of millionaires talking about yo 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 what's up (laughs) you see what i'm saying so uh it's nor would you go or nor would you go into a group full of i don't know people that don't i don't talk ghetto whatever right (laughs) i'm trying to be like correct here i'm not trying to hurt any feelings but you know you wouldn't be like that in front of some of your family in kentucky yeah so you know my family they are urban and (laughs) hey it's all good that's that's who they are and but that's not me like i grew up in the suburbs and you know i don't talk urban (laughs) and so growing up it was difficult for me because you know they're like why you talk like a white girl (laughs) say that again because i don't think i understood it why you talk like a white girl (laughs) oh that's how they sound yeah okay but um and so for me, like, there was never any, like, I didn't think I talked any kind of way. I thought I'd talk like a person. Yeah, and like I'd, the way you're taught in school. Exactly, like proper grammar. But, you know, there's different cultures. There's different ways that you're brought up. But, again, it's understanding who you're around and understanding the presentation is almost everything. So if you come off in a certain group of people a certain way, you're not going to be presented well and your message may not get across and if you know you can't curb your uh, personality to kind of fit what the situation is then you could lose business Um, and so that's kind of in and then the other side of that so that's kind of being a chameleon being able to read the situation and react appropriately yeah but then to be fake is to just pretend like, oh, darling, could you pass the tea? (laughs) Like in a group of, say, millionaires, when you don't talk like that. You know what I mean? Because that's what millionaires do. Well, yeah, I know. They just drink tea. (laughs) All day long. That's why I go through my my sales feed, I mean, my Facebook feed, and it's a bunch of 22-year-old millionaires with their fingers up, drinking tea in their Ferraris. (laughs) That's what they are. Anyhow, a better example would be me going to a business that I don't know the people, right? Yeah. And I walk in, I see he has a boat on the wall, whatever. And I start talking about how I got, hey, did you see the last Rob report? And I got this great yacht. And man, you know what? It takes a little bit of money to do this, but luckily I'm so successful. You know, really, when I ate Franks and Beans last night for dinner. Right, and ramen. That's that's being fake. That's not being real. Now, going up to him and saying, man, I really enjoy your boat. You know, what kind of motor is in that? You know, being right. engaged, being a person that asks questions. The, but you want to know somebody that's never fake? The person that asks a ton of questions, yep. right? Unless they're using it to guide somebody in the wrong direction. But the person that listens the most, usually they're the people that are a gen, like the best sort of chameleon when it comes to people. Yeah, It really means appropriate, appropriately using people skills. Yep. Right? Yep. And, you know, you kind of touched on it already. So why don't we talk a little bit about... Um, 
your sales background and when you were in um, selling timeshares, because I think that it can be a really slippery slope in sales, especially high pressure sales where, you know, you have to be a chameleon, Yeah. but sometimes it can be a little slippery. So why don't you talk yeah, you, about your experience with that? Well, yeah, everybody don't, you know, shut me off now. I sold timeshares and I actually did very well, mm -hmm. but people, there's always a negative connotation when it comes to timeshares because people feel like they're forced into it. They have a really good salesman that really just talks them into it and lies and cheats and steals and does everything he can to close deals. And I, that wasn't me. I liked literally finding people that needed to spend more time with their family. They couldn't afford the, the nicer places in life. Now me and Talia today, we only stay in Marriott's, you know, not cause we're, you know, killing it or rich or whatever. We just enjoy everything that comes to it. And it's a good value at a good price. Right. And, and when we're out of town doing vacations, we only stay basically in timeshare type places. Mm -hmm. We don't own one anymore, but we like that because it's, you couldn't afford to do say a two bedroom condo for a week anywhere else. Cause it costs a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know what I, what I found out a lot of or right away that I was looking at who the guys were that were doing the best. They were just all liars. You know, <laughs> it came down to it. He talked about, hey, man, this is my vacation I took to Atlantis. Is it called Atlantis? Mm -hmm. The one? Yeah. AtlantisBahamas.com. AtlantisBahamas.com. But, you know, he shows a picture of this. And then I find out that guy's been divorced for six years, and he didn't take his family on that vacation. Mm -hmm. And he, I don't even know if he has kids. <laughs> like, this is stuff here. Just It's complete, like, a slime ball ethics, if, or non-ethics, if you would call it. And yeah, you have to have, I mean, I left the business because I felt that it was just garbage, right? You're selling a good product, but you can't do it in a sleazy way. So I think everybody, you need to make sure that who you are when no one's looking, right? Is the same person you are when they are. Act like yourself, be yourself. I mean, this is what you're hearing from me and Talia doesn't really deviate too much from, doesn't sway left or right. We're, this is who we are. Yep. Right. We really, we don't hide anything. We, try to be as transparent as possible, you know, and I mean, we on the mic, off the mic, this is us. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a filter right now <laughs> or later. I say stuff's inappropriate. I never mean it in a bad way. Yeah. I just don't, you know, I don't think before it, words come out <laughs> and Ty is not that way. Luckily. So it balances out. Perfect. Yeah. That's good. You want to talk about marriage and being, not being someone you are, there's a dating process, right? where oh you're putting your best foot forward. It's yeah. not even in our notes, but this is a great example. Mm -hmm. You get into a relationship with people and then you realize that, wow, for the first two, three months, these guys are full of crap. They're absolutely <laughs> nothing like they said they were. Yeah. They didn't like long walks on the beach. They don't even like get on the treadmill, right? <laughs> like, they don't like uh, pina coladas. Yeah. What, dancing in the rain? <laughs> okay, so I have something to say along the lines of dating. Now, this is more appearance-based and may come off a little, um, what's the word? Um, I can't think of the word, but Duh. either if way. I can't help you. I don't even know where you're going with this. Okay, so I think that it must be terribly hard to date nowadays when women have fake everything and you don't know what's real. You legit could go to bed with a woman and wake up and she looked completely different and you don't even, like... Fake nails, fake hair, the makeup you can put on make you look like a completely different person. Like fake everything. They do have good tutorials on how they to, they do. Yeah. And so like for me, it's like you could 
be completely fooled of what this person actually looks like. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I wake up every morning at 3 a.m. to put on my makeup. <laughs> so my wife won't leave me. Now, don't get me wrong. Makeup is an enhancer. I understand that. And I there's nothing wear. wrong with no. any of this stuff that you there's do. There's not. But, I mean, hey, you know, probably first, second, or third date, maybe you need to take the wig off and let them know that you don't got any hair. <laughs> right? Or, or the guy, definitely. Yes. Men, you need to show your uh, your woman, hey, I ain't got no hair. Are you okay with that? You know? I wear it as toupee sometimes. That's okay. Do what you got to do. Yeah. I wear it to the side, like, you know, like a baseball cap. Stop. <laughs> Turn my toupee to the back. Stop it. Okay, so what I was trying to say, though, is, you know, even in dating, you have to be able to know that the person that you're trying to be with will accept you for you, regardless of if it's full of makeup or hair pieces or weave or fake nails or, you know, all these things that you do to enhance yourself. Nothing wrong with enhancement. But all jokes aside, you know, you need to know that the person that you're with will accept you for you without all of that stuff. So be open, be honest, go on your fifth date with no makeup on or go on your fifth date showing your bald head and make sure that they are loving you for you. Mm -hmm. So, all right, let's go past that. <laughs> and just tell, hey, here's something that's really tough, but you can do it and it makes a big difference. Tell the truth. Man, what a novel idea, right? <laughs> Me and Talia, I mean, we, we, we're far from a perfect relationship. I mean, she beats me every day and <laughs> stuff like that. But, you know, I thought we were pretty honest with each other right up front. You know, she kind of knew what was going on in my life and everything about me. We tried not to hold anything back. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, I don't think that – I think that – I mean, we were married nine months later and had a kid nine months after that or got pregnant nine months after yeah. that and had four kids when it was impossible to have kids, quote, unquote. So our whole life and our whole – Everything we do is based off trust and truth. We just tell each other what we're thinking. I tell her all the time. Man. I mean, sometimes, you know, like I have to yell, not yell, but I have to tell Talia, like, I just need to know the whole truth, not just what you want to hear. And she tells me the same thing too. Um, but you just need to let people know what your the full truth is, not just like, this works for me. Okay, yeah, that, that's fine. But no, I really want the cheeseburger. But, <laughs> didn't, but yeah, I'll take the salad. You need to tell them the truth. You yeah. Know, and obviously it's a stupid way of, time, you know, example, but and that's how it is. Like recently, me and Ty had a pretty big blowout because she wanted to build a house in, uh, in Virginia. And I just, I'm not ready to take on a $400,000 mortgage. Yeah. I just, I physically, we just got out, like paying off a bunch of debt. I don't want to take on $400,000 more. That was how I felt. And I kept saying, you know what? The math makes sense. It's cheaper than renting, blah, blah, blah. And then <sighs> eventually I had to let it out saying, and this is my fault. I just didn't want to do it. I just want to make her happy. So, you know, after we got that out, she supposedly says she's okay with it, but I'm I don't good. Know. She says that because I hurry up and rented a house for her like <laughs> a day later. And she's like, oh, it's a lot of money. Okay. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's just money. I'll make more. <laughs> but so we could have not done that. So it's, I wasn't being fake in that situation, but I probably wasn't being completely honest with her when it comes to why I don't want it. And it's completely understandable. I think yeah. anybody can see that going that far in debt is kind of scary. Right. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and I, I'm glad the truth, the full truth came out because 
that way we weren't stuck in a situation that he wasn't happy with. And I'm good either way. I kind of go with the flow. Ha! <laughs> but okay, let's get back to it. So don't be cool. Yeah. Don't try to be something you're not. You know, we believe that you were made on purpose and with a purpose and for a purpose. So figure out what that is. Live to that the highest of your abilities and make good things happen because of who you are, not because of who you're trying to be. Right. Um, so how does this apply in business? And this is something I know everybody probably says and it gives everybody this uh, negative connotation about how business is, right? People go through Facebook right now and if you're anything that says entrepreneur in your feed, I mean, well, in your profile, your feed is flooded with 22, 23-year-old people washing their Lamborghini. That's a new thing. Everybody's washing their Lamborghini, right? They're so rich that they have to wash <laughs> their own Lamborghini, right? And people get a bad a negative connotation or whatever association because of that. They think that they're all people are crooks and full of crap. You're just trying to take my money. And truth is, you just got to be honest. I hate it. I used to, uh, we used to, I took a course in drop shipping. Me and Talia both did a few years ago when we were, uh, doing our Amazon, trying to find new things to make more money. Problem was, these guys were doing millions of dollars in sales and keeping like fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. So like they're they're saying they're doing so good, and oh yeah, I'm affiliate for Amazon, and I you know I did nine hundred eighty thousand dollars in sales, but my commission rate's four percent. Yeah. So really, you make no money. Oh well, that's still a decent living. You know what I mean? I'm not taking anything from them, but. It's not a million dollars. You're not right. millionaire status. And and what people who are not in business don't understand is that they're presenting to you the dollar amount in sales, not the dollar amount that they take home. And so it's deceiving to people who don't understand that. And that's kind of what they're hoping for is that people don't understand that. And so they did $900,000 in sales, but they brought home 10 grand. So these are, you know, be fully honest. And that's kind of what we try to do when we talk about our business is that, you know, yeah, we did so much in sales, but this is what we actually bring home or make, you know, as a paycheck. Yeah. And we've said it before. People say, well, how much you did almost 400,000 in sales. What did you make that year? I said we paid ourselves 72, $6,000 a month. Well, if you did 400,000 sales, why do you only do that? Well, because we're trying to grow a business, and we're trying <laughs> to we're trying to grow it to six hundred thousand and a hundred thousand, you know, a million bucks. That's what we we're trying to do. Now we've learned a little bit from that, but the truth is, like, what could we pay ourselves? You know, call it uh, one third of that. So we could pay ourselves one hundred thirty thousand bucks or something like that, and we could live very happily off that. We could have had a very great sized business, but we decided that we wanted to grow it, so we put money back in the business and things like that. Um, but that's, that's being honest. That's not putting up some facade that we're multimillionaires and here, watch right. me, wash my Ferrari, come <laughs> outside. I'll show you how I can wash my Toyota. That's real. You know, me yeah. and Ty try to be real people, show you real things. I tell you what, I'd rather have my paid for car than having, you know, something, <laughs> a thousand dollar a month lease or something like that. Lease as Dave <laughs> Ramsey calls it. Yeah. But Hey, it's just being real. Um, what a, yeah, I, I mean, how many of these business guys, you always hear about how they're going out of business, too. Like, their story is, I was a millionaire, then I lost it all. Then I got it all back, which is fine. Yeah. But, man, maybe they don't know how 
Like maybe that's not the person you want to follow sometimes because they don't know how to take care of money. Maybe you should have put a couple dollars aside. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Maybe you should have had that savings, that safety net that Dave Ramsey talks no, no. about. Like maybe I wasn't so stupid to take 10% and just throw it in the savings account and say, I'm not going to touch it. Hmm. Maybe not live off the entire amount that you need to, or you <laughs> didn't need to, right? Yeah. Keep your costs low. You know, a lot of people get free in America or have, like we call it the freedom, having more money than they make, right? I mean, they, they, they make more money than it takes to pay their bills. They live right. below their means. I make, you know, okay, we need $4,000 a month to live off of. We make $5,000 we are now free because we don't need the paycheck anymore in, in theory. Right. Um, I don't believe that, but, you know, <laughs> that's what people need. And then you can just, hey, I can save a thousand bucks a month for whatever. And when I have a big safety net, then, you know, we're really free. I think financial freedom is really bit, not based off the money that you had that covers your monthly bills, but covers your bills for months. Right. <laughs> or even a year. <laughs> yeah. If you got 12, tell me how good you sleep tonight. If you got 12 months of income in your bank account and you make two, three times more than you need. That's true freedom to me. Yeah. And you're not low down with debt. You don't have Lamborghini things and, you know, $5,000 mortgage, something like that. Hey, just live beyond, you know, live in a real nice house below your means. You can be pretty well off and be very, very no stress. Yep. So guys, is that all we want to say tonight? Uh, what else is on our notes here? Yeah. Just, yeah. That's you talked about being honest, things like that. Yeah. Business stuff, guys, just be real. That's really what it comes down to. There's a lot of people that we've, um, I follow like a Gary Vaynerchuk. That's real. The guy gives away tons of information for free. Never asks for anything in return. Okay. Well, he might say, I have shoes coming out. If you want to support me, go buy them. Why wouldn't you? You support LeBron James and that guy gives you nothing but, you know, basketball to watch. Whatever. <laughs> and, you know, nothing wrong with LeBron James. I'm a fan, but you know, it's real. It's just a regular guy that works really, really hard 24 seven trying to make things happen for him. Pat Flynn's one of the best podcasters out there for the Smart Passive Income podcast. He hardly, I think he almost, like he, a lot of stuff he was making as like affiliate income for a long time. And he finally made these new courses that are doing really well. But he was, I think he was almost didn't want to ask people for it. They didn't want to feel like, oh man, now I'm asking people to do something instead of giving away information for free or suggesting these companies and things like that. And he shouldn't feel that way. He gives so much great information for many, many years that he's inspired probably thousands of people to actually start their own podcast before he ever had a course on podcasting. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just be, be who you are. And I guarantee if you ever met that Pat Flynn or whatever outside of his podcast, he'd act the exact same way. Yep. Right. I think we would too. Yeah. Know what I'm saying? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So don't be cool as the kids say nowadays. <laughs> what does that mean again? Don't be a constipated, overrated, out-style loser. <laughs> you want to be cool, cool. You want to be yourself. You want to give your message to the world in the way that you present it, understanding that there are certain situations where you can be a chameleon, still, still be yourself, still get that message across without being fake. So we hope that this has been somewhat entertaining. <laughs> We've been entertained by ourselves, um, but also that um, this might help you long-term to kind of become more of who you are. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of who we are. We have a 
a somewhat like jotted down notes, but we always go on tangents and we don't know what we're doing. So <laughs> we apologize for running in circles. And you can, as you can tell, this is not scripted. No, it's not. Not so, at all. But we enjoy doing this. You know, eventually we'll get better at it, I think. Maybe. I think we have a little bit. Oh, well, I mean, people are listening. We just got the viewers keep going up every Monday. So love it. Yeah. Hey, why don't you, you people that keep doing this stuff, why don't you leave us a review? <laughs> yeah, we really need some reviews vir- so that iTunes yeah. knows that you guys like us. Give us a virtual high five. That's Something. not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We appreciate you listening. It's been fun as always. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash MIB podcast, and send us your success stories. Info at the MIB podcast.com. We'd love to send you a shout out on the radio. And we appreciate you guys. We hope you have a fantastic week. Look forward to uh, you guys listening on Friday for reseller bonus episode number eight. Booyah. And uh, I'm not sure what we're going to do with that one, but I guarantee it'll give you something that you can use. Yep. Take it to the bank. <laughs> nah, I'm saying. Nah, me. <laughs> Y'all have a great week. We love you. Bye.